his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. We have drizzle and fog and 36 degrees. KNSS Breaking News. A police standoff of several hours ended with a shooting near Harry and Grove in southeast Wichita around 3 a.m. A man was hospitalized in critical condition. Dispatchers say a car chase led to the standoff around 11.30 Wednesday night beginning. The uh, WPD SWAT team was called to the scene. Although this has not been officially called an officer-involved shooting, the Kansas Bureau of Investigation and the Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office have been called into the case. And you may encounter some traffic problems on Harry Street down around Grove this morning, Next, uh, next uh, at least for the next uh, couple of hours. Law enforcement out there in force this morning. Boeing's CEO is part of a congressional hearing about the recent grounding of an Alaska Airlines flight over Portland. Fox's Steve Harrigan reports from Seattle. Boeing CEO appeared on Capitol Hill and got a grilling, not only for members of Congress behind closed doors, but also the media. Everyone wants to know if the company's planes are safe for the public. We believe in our airplanes. We field safe airplanes. Our people do. We have confidence in the safety of our airplanes. The news for Boeing just got much worse, with the Seattle Times report that it was Boeing that last installed the door plug on this 737 MAX 9 that blew off in mid-flight over Portland January 5th. Quoting a source and an alleged whistleblower, the paper says Boeing removed the door plug during final assembly, put it back on, then delivered the plane to Alaska Airlines with all four bolts that held the door in place missing. The FAA continues to look into whether Boeing followed safety procedures during plane manufacturing. A data breach has been reported at a Wichita medical clinic. The breach affects nearly 400 Texas patients. The Texas Attorney General's office says Kansas Joint and Spine Specialists near K96 and Webb Road suffered a data security breach and was notified that the clinic's patients' names, addresses, along with other sensitive information, were compromised in the breach. The clinic says their patients have been notified by mail, which includes more information and a number for their patients to call should they have questions. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. A top issue for the Wichita City Council to address is that of homelessness. Mayor Lily Wu says council members were in Topeka Wednesday to ask lawmakers for help in creating a one-stop shop 
for resources. The multi-agency center costs roughly $70 million. And what we're asking the uh, state to help us with is between 12 to 20 uh, million dollars to help us with not just the homeless outreach portion, but really more of that uh, homeless shelter, transitional housing, and wraparound services. Several Kansas communities are, communities are calling for a grant program to help with homelessness problems across the state. At Wednesday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, the board deferred two agenda items for two weeks for more consideration. The board discussed a contract with promoters for the Dam Jam event scheduled for mid-July at Lake Afton. Commissioner David Dennis said the county dodged a bullet with respect to last summer's event and is worried about staffing levels at the site. We're going to need all of the ambulances and the EMTs and paramedics to treat the issues there. Uh, so I think it's going to stress our, our uh, EMS uh, uh, staff and our resources. The county hopes to address the concerns by February 7th. Commissioners also discussed a zoning case for an event venue at 215th Street West and 37th Street North. Property changes have necessitated the zoning proposals. Commissioners deferred the item to address noise concerns and effects on future development in the area. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Two legal setbacks for a convicted killer who is trying to avoid a date with death. Kenneth Smith faces death by hypoxia in Alabama Thursday for a 1988 murder for hire. The 11th Circuit Federal Appeals Court has now rejected his argument that the use of nitrogen gas to deprive his body of oxygen will amount to cruel and unusual punishment. He could appeal the ruling to the U.S. Supreme Court, but Wednesday afternoon the justices refused to consider his appeal that a second attempt to execute him would be unconstitutional. The inability to start IV lines led the state to halt Smith's lethal injection 14 months ago. The high court also declined a request for a stay of execution. In Washington, Jack Callahan, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 6.05, five minutes past six o'clock. Stephen, 10 of the morning, KNSS 6.09 now. Nine minutes past six o'clock, we have a dense fog advisory this morning. Authorities are looking into the deaths of three Kansas City Chiefs fans. Fox's Bill Malusian has the latest. Three Kansas City Chiefs fans were literally found frozen to death outside of a friend's house. And now that friend is saying he had no idea that the bodies were even there. The group had gathered at a Kansas City house to watch the Chiefs take on the L.A. Chargers in the last game of the regular NFL season on January 7th. The bodies of David Harrington, Ricky Johnson, and Clayton McGinney were all found two days later after the fiancé of one of the men requested a welfare check. Now, one man's body was found on the back porch of the house while the other two were found in the backyard. But police said the man who was renting the house, Jordan Willis, had no idea they were freezing to death on the property after they watched the game. The Kansas City Police Department says Willis is not suspected of any wrongdoing and is not facing criminal charges. Buffalo Bills fans are showing some love to kicker Tyler Bass after his missed field goal last Sunday. Buffalo Bills kicker Tyler Bass was on the receiving end of some negative comments on social media last week after he missed a game-tying 44-yard field goal in the final minutes of the Bills' playoff game against the Kansas City Chiefs. But Bills fans, known as Bills Mafia, are rallying to support Bass, making donations in his name to 10 Lives Club, a nonprofit no-kill cat rescue shelter in Buffalo. The donations have surpassed a quarter of a million dollars as of Wednesday and are continuing to increase. Bass is an advocate for 10 Lives, appearing in photos with stray cats online. 
Buffalonians are known for their charitable acts, making donations in players' names to various causes throughout the years. Tony Genualdo, Fox News. A Texas court will hear the case of whether a black student's hairstyle choice is punishable by his school district. Texas District Judge Chap Kane III has scheduled the trial for February 22nd. It will determine if the Barbers Hill School District near Houston can continue punishment over hairstyle and length. Daryl George, who wears locks, thin-styled braids, has been suspended since last August. The district says George's hair length is the main issue, and that other students who wear locks comply. Among what the case will consider is a new Texas law, the Crown Act, which makes race-based discrimination of hairstyles and textures illegal. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 612. 12 minutes past 6 o'clock. This morning, remember to, uh, you might want to just avoid the area if you can. Uh, there's still a traffic slowdown around that uh, uh, the scene where the police are investigating. It's on Harry uh, Grove Street, which is just a little ways east of I-135. That's the area that we're talking about. Uh, you're going to have uh, issues there going through there. It's going to take you a little extra time, so uh, best just to avoid that if you can. Visibility at Eisenhower National Airport uh, listed at one and a half miles right now. It's going to be more dense in some areas out there. So visibility, a problem. We've also got uh, fog and mist in the area. Yeah, traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Once again, a dense fog advisory in effect across Wichita and south-central Kansas. We'll see some patchy areas of drizzle from time to time. The high this afternoon, 48. Light rain returns again tonight. More fog is back across south-central Kansas, our low 38. Drizzle again Friday with a high 44. We'll see this finally clear out by Saturday night. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now drizzle and fog, northwest wind at 6 miles per hour. 35 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Today is Thursday, January 25th. Uh, we had another gray, drizzly day across central Kansas Wednesday. Wichita's high temperature was 40 degrees, normal high for the date, 45. On this date in 2022, two years ago, Western Kansas received a winter sneak attack with a quick hit of heavy snow. While snowfall of 8 to 10 inches was expected across much of western Kansas, Old Man Winter had other ideas and utterly clobbered Sherman, Wallace, Scott, and Wichita counties with an average of 15 inches of snow, and that piled up in less than 18 hours. Yikes. Highest amount of snow occurred in Wallace County, with Sharon Springs receiving 25.4 inches of snow, more than 2 feet in 16 hours. And Mount Sunflower reaching a, com- a complete shellacking, 27.2 inches of snow in an incredibly short 14 hours. So it must have been good skiing there at Mount Sunflower. Actually, <laughs> had, had a little uh, snow up on the top of it. Wow. Ah, nice. That was two, two years ago. I pretty much completely forgot about that. But uh, good morning, Ted Woodward. Nice Hello to have there. you there. This morning, looking at the radar this morning, there is an area of showers running north to south to the generally to the west of Wichita and it is moving to the north and we are Wichita right now is kind of on the eastern edge of the sink and you could see some showers over on the west side of town right now Kingman County uh getting some light to moderate showers it looks like then go down to the south and uh, I uh, 135 or I35 is clear down through Oklahoma City but to the east of there clear over into Arkansas 
Uh, good area of rain going on. So got some rainfall again this morning. On this date of uh, the 25th of January, 1971, Charles Manson and three women followers were convicted in Los Angeles of murder and conspiracy in the 1969 slayings of seven people, including actor Sharon Tate. Oh, that was 1971. Helter Skelter. The annual point-in-time homeless count today here in our area in Wichita, last year's count recorded 702 homeless individuals in Wichita. Highest number recorded yeah, that's by nine-point-in-time uh, point counts going back to 2011. Definitely the highest, yeah. Homelessness is defined as living in shelters, transitional housing, or conditions not meant for habitation, including on the streets. Uh, so we're going out today to make that annual count. And a lot of uh, programs, uh, expenditures, government programs are based on, on that count. So it's good to get an accurate count. The United Way of the Plains pretty much, I think, ramrods that thing. All right, you want to drink in Saudi Arabia? What do you do? We had a liquor store has opened in Saudi Arabia. Oh, that kind of drink. For the first time in more than 70 years. That's what a, a witness told the Associated Press Wednesday. The move further socially liberalizes the once ultra-conservative kingdom that is home to the holiest sites in Islam. They have one liquor store, Ted. While restricted to non-Muslim diplomats, the liquor store in Riyadh comes as Saudi Arabia's assertive crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman aims to make the kingdom a, a tourism and business destination as part of a, an ambitious plans to slowly wean its economy away from crude oil. But while you're there and you're a journalist, don't say anything bad about the government or the... Uh, you the better not. You're going to die. <laughs> I'd say let them, let them soak in all that oil. 617, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Uh, Let's go ahead and take a look at leadoff sports this morning with Ted Woodward. He's out at Coca Arena last night, right, Ted? Not sure I have a lot of great news for you. Well, sports front. doesn't have to be good news. Just but there are some other things going on. Hey, uh, we had men's basketball action last night. Like you said, I was out at Coke Arena, Wichita State hosting East Carolina. Thrilling game. East Carolina wins at 54 52. The Shockers lose their eighth in a row, longest losing streak in 23 years. The game was on 103.7 KEYN. The Shockers, a season-low 52 points, a season-high 19 turnovers, missed 15 three-pointers, and they allowed the Pirates to get 17 offensive rebounds. After the game, play-by-play voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy, spoke with Shocker head coach Paul Mills as uh, the Shockers are still trying to figure out answers. After a night in which they just couldn't quite get things done last night. Issues and, and one tonight that hasn't been consistently. You talked to the team a lot about rebounding before the game. And total rebounds, you had the edge. But those offensive rebounds and second chance points were really critical. 16 offensive rebounds is, is going to end up being a tough night. Hey, I can show them a drill in practice. There's a simple rebound drill that they can do if they want to learn how to do that. They're 25 years old. They probably should know by now. Yeah. Good Lord. Another frustrating night for the Shocks. They held the opponent to 54 points and still couldn't win. All right. Uh, we had men's basketball up in Ames, Iowa last yeah. night. Kansas State visiting 18th-ranked Iowa State. Big crowd of 14,000 on hand in Ames. This game was tied with four minutes to go. Then the wheels came off. Cyclones go on a 13-1 run. Ha! And beat K-State 78-67. Iowa State is undefeated on home court, 12-0 this season. K-State the latest victim. 
K-State was whistled for a season-high 27 fouls. That sent the Cyclones to the line 39 times. That makes for an exciting game, too, when you're just watching 40 free throws. (laughs) And that knocks K-State out of first place in the Big 12 Conference. K-State and the Shockers take a loss last night. Track and field, Wichita State is hosting a huge meet at the Heskett Center on campus. 29 teams are in town, 900 athletes for three-day competition. It's the Wilson Invitational, hosted by the Shockers, Heskett Center. College women's basketball tonight on campus for Wichita State. Shocker ladies hosting UAB. That'll tip off at 6 o'clock tonight at Coke Arena. The Friends women won last night. They went on the road at Evangel, 79-69. Friends ladies are now 14-5 and five on the season on a six-game winning streak, and they are in third place in the conference. Men's basketball last night, another win for Southwestern. Mound Builders are in the top ten. They went on the road at Tabor, 84-59. Southwestern men are ranked ninth in the nation. They are now 16-2 and two on the season and on a five-game winning streak. Look at Juco men's basketball, Cowley College. Is nationally ranked, and they won on the road last night at Northwest Kansas Tech, 84 to 70. The Cowley men are ranked 12th in the nation, now with a record of 17 and 2. JUCO women's basketball, Hutchinson Community College. Hutchinson ladies are ranked fourth in the nation, and they are still undefeated. They won a big ranked matchup last night in Hutchinson. The Blue Dragons beat 12th ranked Dodge City, 82 77. Hutchinson women ranked fourth in the nation, now 19-0 and on the season. Wow. And a little coaching change. The coaching carousel continues to move. And an interesting addition to the AFC West division with the Kansas City Chiefs. The new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers is Jim Harbaugh, who just led Michigan to the national championship in college football. Now he's going back to the pros, and he's landing in the division with the Chiefs. Jim Harbaugh, your new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. And he's coached in the pros before, right? Yes. Uh, what, Bears? The or? San Francisco 49ers. 49ers. Took them all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. The, he may know something. The AFC West, I think, just got a little bit more interesting. <laughs> so there you go. Jim Harbaugh, the new head coach of the Chargers. Sports with Stephen Ted, brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center. Provides detox, residential, and outpatient services for most insurances and veterans. Bel Air Recovery Center proves the lives they touch. 622, Stephen Ted. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. There's some. This could be some very, well, some life-saving information. What to do when someone is suffering a stroke. Okay. That's coming up with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 6.30 on this Thursday morning, 35 degrees. Police have released the name of a man who was shot and killed in North Wichita early Tuesday. 20-year-old Joshua Bateman was shot in a home at 15th and Poplar. An 18-year-old man remains in critical condition at an area hospital. Investigators say preliminary information suggests that the two men knew each other and that a possible earlier road rage incident may have led to the shooting. Sedgwick County is counting the number of homeless people in Wichita today. Impact manager Matt Lowe says the point-in-time count conducted by the United Way of the Plains allows them to determine where to focus resources. It's good data because it kind of helps us see trends. You know, if we're increasing in homelessness around certain populations and we're seeing more youth, more veterans, more families, you know, that kind of thing. 
Lowe predicts the count will be higher than last year because of rising home prices and nicer weather conditions. The president of the United Auto Workers Union endorses President Biden for re-election. Fox Business Network's Edward Lawrence has more from the White House. The United Auto Workers are uh, backing, endorsing President Joe Biden because the president says that he will fight for the unions. Now, it's very interesting, though, in the introduction, the UAW president, Sean Fain, he basically said twice, actually, that it's not about who you like. It's not about who you like. It's not about your party. It's not this about age. And it's almost like he's trying to convince the rank and file to back Biden. Finn says uh, former President Trump tried to squeeze American workers, wants to divide the nation, and only cares about the rich. The National Museum of the U.S. Air Force has completed installation of a new exhibit highlighting the Department of the Air Force's enlisted personnel. The enlisted force exhibit is the museum's newest permanent exhibit and honors the enlisted force that has been the backbone of daily operations of the U.S. Department of the Air Force through its 76-year history. Today, enlisted airmen and guardians represent approximately 80% of the Department of the Air Force and provide a solid foundation for operations in air, space, and cyberspace. The enlisted Air Force exhibit took more than three years to develop and contains more than 40 elements that are placed throughout the museum at locations near the era of artifacts that correlate with their specialty. Exhibits include a display of the World War II gallery featuring the story of Staff Sergeant James Meredith, one of the first black airmen to serve in an all-white squadron. An introduction to enlisted maintainers who work in all conditions to troubleshoot urgent repairs, overhaul complex systems, and inspect parts for aerospace propulsion, electrical systems, weapons, and more. Insight into musical ambassadors who serve as musicians, arrangers, and audio engineers in the U.S. Air Force bands. The uniform worn by Sergeant Benjamin Fillinger, one of 15 airmen from Wright-Patterson, who transferred into the U.S. Space Force in 2020. The National Museum of the U.S. Air Force, located at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base near Dayton, Ohio, is the world's largest military aviation museum. With free admission and parking, The museum features more than 350 aerospace vehicles and missiles and thousands of artifacts amid more than 19 acres of indoor exhibit space. Each year, thousands of visitors from around the world visit the museum. The Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Now the forecast with KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We are seeing widespread dense fog again across Wichita and south-central Kansas. It may be noon before that starts to diminish a bit, but it returns later tonight and tomorrow morning. Patchy areas of drizzle at times with a high 48, tonight's low 38, Light rain again on Friday with a high 44. The system finally starting to move out by later this weekend. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now drizzle and a fog. A northwest wind at 6 miles per hour, 35 degrees. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Stephen Ted of the morning. Today is Thursday, January 25th, 2024. On this date in 1981, 
the 52 Americans held hostage by Iran for 444 days arrived in the United States. Big cause for celebration. That was a, yeah, celebratory day to get them back. Terrible situation, 444 days. Wow. Oh, yeah, a good day in history there. An American scientist has sparked a transatlantic tempest in a teapot by offering British advice on uh, their favorite hot beverage. Bryn Mawr College Chemistry Professor Michelle Frankel says one of the keys to a perfect cup of tea is a pinch of salt. Salt helps everything. The tip is included in Frankel's book, Steeped, the Chemistry of Tea, published Wednesday by the Royal Society of Chemistry. The salt suggestion grew howls of outrage from tea lovers in Britain. Don't even don't say put the, a lot of it in, just a little bit. Don't even say the word salt to us, the etiquette guide Debritz wrote on X, formerly known as Twitter. The U.S. Embassy in London even intervened with a lighthearted social media post stressing that adding salt to Britain's national drink is not official United States policy. So a little salt in your tea. Well, yeah, see, salt uh, usually helps other things. Just, just a little pinch. Probably just a pinch. Kick mm. it up a little bit. Okay, um, what else we got going on? How about, uh, but who am I to mess with the Brits and well, their tea? Well, the Brits and their tea, I mean. That's their deal. Yeah, we went to war over that, remember? The tea, mm-hmm. tea tax, the tea party. Uh, Microsoft reached an historic milestone this week with a valuation topping $3 trillion. Oh, my company's stock price climbed 1.5% Wednesday, which is a ton, Man, as optimism grows about its AI development. Should have bought that Microsoft stock yeah, long ago. When it was $500 yeah. a share. What, 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 what it is per share right now. Microsoft becomes just the second company ever to reach a $3 trillion valuation, following its longtime rifle, Apple. Apple. Which did it two years ago. Apple got there in 2022. Hmm. Didn't realize that. I can't even... I can't even well, comprehend can't, well, a million. I no. can't comprehend a million. You can't comprehend numbers that large. Can't pre- a, no. a billion dollars for me, a billion dollars. Well, it's a, you know nobody can understand what that is. But uh, they're talking about three trillion dollars. That's hope oh they got. Hope their company has a good uh, policy for you know for health insurance and all that. That's all I can say. Yeah, that's enough money to get the carpet replaced. They're building <laughs> almost. All right, coming up, i got something uh, special planned for an hour from now, Ted. Okay. Get heads up on this. Uh, what it, there was a survey of plumbers, and oh, they were asked, that's to, always good. asked to reveal the strangest things they've caught. Oh, my. Being plumbers. Flushed down the toilet. Like so. emergency room workers, I think plumbers have a lot of good off-air stories that yeah. they can tell people. And doctors and nurses do, too. Oh, yeah. They don't, they don't really talk about their patients, but. Yeah, <laughs> but still, we hope. All right, 638, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. It is time for the Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Stephen, Ted. The cattle complex Wednesday shot higher and had another session of new highs for the current move to the upside. The live cattle closed positive and closed near their session highs, while the feeder cattle also closed positive but did come well off of their triple-digit gains. Now, there was cash cattle trade of $174 in Kansas and Texas yesterday, and the lean hogs gapped lower on the open but quickly went higher and made new highs for the move to the upside and closed positive. On the close yesterday, Feb live cattle 70 cents higher 175.35 
March feeders 12 cents higher, 233.77, and Feb lean hogs 60 cents higher at 73.90. Now, Wednesday, the corn and soybeans had seven session highs. The wheat market had eight session highs. The wheat had the strongest positive close, while the corn and soybeans also closed positive. Now, yesterday was another session that lacked fresh price positive news, with most of the upside due to short covering. At the moment, March KC wheat's four and a half cents higher at 6.30 and a quarter. March corn down a quarter of a penny at 4.52, with March soybeans up a half a penny at 12.40 and three quarters. March crude oil is 81 cents higher this morning at 75.90. We did break through $76 earlier in the evening or er, uh, the morning. The February gold is down 40 cents at 2015.60. The March S&P is up three points at 4901. The March dollar index three cents higher at 10306. And March Dow Jones futures six points higher at 37,985. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Hey, Tom, been watching the radar here uh, the past uh, past few minutes. It looks like maybe you got a little sprinkle in Augusta. Did you get any rain uh, within the past hour or so? There, there's been little sprinkles, mist yeah. coming down. Nothing amounts to a whole lot, just kind of dreary. Got a pretty good area just basically to the west of Wichita, out through Kingman County, and it's all moving to the north gradually, but uh, there's like some, at least some moderate rain going on out that way, and it's uh, the, the tail end's cleared out in Oklahoma, so it should be coming up our way for, for several hours now. Maybe we'll see some, uh, some life-giving rain. What do you think? It's a possibility, but like it's been here lately, it's going to be kind of sporadic where it goes yeah. and how much we get. Yeah. Did the farmers need to get into their field to do anything right now? Is it too muddy to get out there? Well, it is too muddy, and it's a little early to be doing anything right now. Sometimes you get here into the late January, February time period, you start seeing fertilizer put on for the spring crops and stuff like that. But uh, right now, conditions don't allow it. All right. Thank you, Tom. That's Tom Leffler, Leffler Commodities. Steve, at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. How financial health affects mental health. Oh, tell it to me, Don. Money can drive you crazy. No kidding. Coming up, Don Grant, CFP, the, lack of it. the Money Tracker, with Steve at 10 in the morning on KNSS. Steve at 10 in the morning, KNSS, 647 here on this Thursday morning. Three big things. Three. Pointless, uh, point in time homeless count today in Wichita. Two. Wichita City Council members and Mayor Lobby Kansas lawmakers for support of a homeless resource center. One. Whistleblower says Boeing responsible for blown door panel on Alaska Airlines flight. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic in the Wichita area, we've got some areas of really dense fog out there. Eisenhower National Airport listing still has a mile and a half, but it's it's definitely less visibility in certain areas. A good idea to be extra careful out there this morning. And right now we've got a uh, stalled-out vehicle being reported. It's eastbound K96, but this could be affecting traffic because it's right there at the ramp to Rock Road. This time of morning starts to get really busy. Watch out for a slowdown there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now they've got two locations downtown at Market and Waterman and at 47th Street South. 
and Broadway in the former Kmart building there. You can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. Dense fog advisory this morning. Mostly cloudy with a 30% chance for rain today and a high of 48 degrees. 10% chance for drizzle tonight, the overnight low 38. Friday, 40% chance for rain and a high tomorrow of 46 degrees. Now drizzle, fog, and 35 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. 649 now, Stephen Ted and Apple's newest update is promising to help make it more difficult for thieves to steal information from stolen devices. Fox on check. The last thing thieves want you to do is update your iPhone. The latest version of Apple's iOS is out along with iPadOS. It's version 17.3, and it delivers the long-awaited stolen device protection for more recent models of iPhone and iPad. Now, it can't stop a bad guy or girl from stealing your phone and trying to break into it, but it will make it harder for them by requiring face or touch ID and not the phone's passcode if the phone is in an irregular location or it's been an hour since the user last used the device. The feature is a response to thieves watching phone owners use their code before stealing the phone and then using that code to wipe the data, turn off the Find My feature, and sell the phone for cash. Stolen device protection isn't activated by default. You can find it under Face ID and Passcode in Settings. It needs to be toggled to On. With Fox on Tech, I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. And we had a mixed mixed close, that is, on Wall Street Wednesday. Wall Street continues to break records. The S&P 500 once again hitting an all-time high, continuing on momentum that began late last week. Meantime, the Dow has been slipping since hitting a record high on Monday. The Dow fell 99 points while the S&P 500 rose 4. The Nasdaq added 56. Today, Microsoft became the second company to reach $3 trillion in market capitalization. The other is Apple. Many analysts point to Microsoft's investment in artificial intelligence as a driving factor. Netflix Shares have been soaring up as much as 12%. Subscriber growth also soaring. More than 13 million customers signed up in the fourth quarter alone. Netflix says it's cracking down on password sharing, and that's working. Tom Graham, Fox News. How financial health can affect mental health. Don Grant, CFP, The Money Tracker with us this morning. Good morning, Don. Good morning. If you've ever stayed up at night because you have a financial challenge... You've experienced how your personal finance can affect your physical health. Studies at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, and several other institutions show a correlation between your mental health and your finances. One can affect the other. Chronic stress from any source has a deeply powerful effect on your mind and your body. It tears at your cardiovascular system and has been shown to create stress that can develop mental health problems and affect parts of your brain associated with Alzheimer's. Debt alone can lead to anxiety and depression. This can increase headaches, affect sleeping patterns, and the ability to focus. It's a chain reaction that can create more frequent colds, infections, and our ability to go to work. That complicates the cycle as reduced work can mean reduced income. 
Families with financial goals may need to postpone some of these goals if they suffer from extensive debt. That could delay milestones like college, buying a home, or starting a family. Debt has also been shown to create changes in behavior and changes in appetite, nervous activity, and procrastination. You can all lead to even poorer spending habits that can compound guilt, depression, overspending, and you guessed it, more debt. Mental and financial health works both ways. We've shown how our finances can affect our health, but our mental health can affect our financial health as well. The American Psychological Association shows that 72% of Americans reported feeling stressed about money at some time. Money is required to live and provide. If we're already battling anxiety and depression, we may make poor financial decisions that can dig us even deeper under. If you have any questions, you can give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267-0600. All right. Thank you, Don. 653 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS on this Thursday, January 25th, 2024. By the way, this is Stephen Ted radio program number 6,596. Nice. We've, uh, so next week we'll hit uh, 6,600, Ted. Woohoo! Beginning in 1998 on what, January 19th, 1998? Mm-hmm. Mm. And we're still here today. How about Here we that? are, 26 years later. Yep. And uh, today is... National Opposite Day. No, it isn't. All right. You're ahead of me. Celebrates a fun day of switcheroos. What better way than to not celebrate? Well, we don't really mean that, or do we? Good morning, or is it good night? Hello, or is it goodbye? Is it Steve and Ted or Ted and Steve? And, final question, (laughs) is this the silliest day we've ever featured or not? (laughs) <laughs> I think it is. There's really not much on the calendar. We get these service calendars that say this is peanut butter day or whatever. And most days there's at least one or two different things to talk about today. This is all I can find. National Opposite Day. And I would say, I would just admit to you, Ted, and our radio audience, that that is pretty weak stuff right there. Anyway, I'll just give you a little preview. You know, I, I compile a lot of stuff for the entertainment news in the blur every blur, day. And absolutely. I usually have like six or seven little nuggets I can throw in there. This is one of those days where, like, there's no nuggets. Nothing really happened. It's not not to say that the blur is not going to be a good addition. Be a good one, yeah. But it's just not going to maybe have those six or seven little nuggets that I might throw in there. Wow. It's just maybe it's just one of those days. Maybe January twenty fifth is that kind of day. That's a Thursday. I don't know. Stephen's head in the morning. All right, thank you, Ted. Coming up seven o'clock, top of the hour news this morning. We're now are getting confirmation that one person is dead after. Uh, an officer involved shooting in southeast Wichita this morning. That story and more news at the top of the hour with Stephen Head of the Morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. A man is dead after an officer-involved shooting in southeast Wichita this morning. We have the story. Patient information compromised in a Wichita medical clinic security breach. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm Rodney Price. Sedgwick County commissioners discussed a contract for a summer event and a zoning case. The outcome of those discussions is just ahead. 
Wichita officials lobby state lawmakers for homeless center. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Once again, we're dealing with widespread dense fog, really lowering visibilities across south-central Kansas this morning. How long is this pattern going to last? We talk about that in our forecast here in just a few minutes. Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office confirming that a man is dead after an officer-involved shooting in southeast Wichita. A police standoff of several hours ended with the shooting near Harry and Grove around 3 a.m. A man was hospitalized in critical condition and later died. Dispatchers say a car chase, or a chase that is, led to the standoff beginning around 10.30 Wednesday night. The Wichita Police Department SWAT team was called to the scene. Kansas Bureau of Investigation and the Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office uh, have been called into the case. The Seattle Times is reporting that Boeing and not Wichita-based Spirit Aerosystems is primarily at fault for a door plug that came off an Alaska Airlines 737 MAX jet. The Times says a source who has access to Boeing's manufacturing records says Boeing mechanics in Washington removed the part for repair and reinstalled it incorrectly. The report has not been verified by the federal investigators. An execution scheduled for tonight in Alabama is expected to be carried out using nitrogen gas. It's a first for the practice in the U.S., where states have had trouble procuring pharmaceuticals for lethal injections. Corrections officials in Alabama are planning on carrying out a death sentence tonight for Kenneth Smith, found guilty of murder for hire in the 1988 killing of a woman. An attempt to carry out his sentence in 2022 using conventional lethal injections failed, and he lost a court battle with Alabama officials who informed him they would use nitrogen gas instead. Smith will be outfitted with a mask in which gaseous nitrogen will be pumped, depriving him of oxygen. The method is similar to how Europe allows physicians to assist the suicide of terminally ill patients. Eben Brown, Fox News. A data breach reported at a Wichita medical clinic. The breach affects nearly 400 Texas patients. The Texas Attorney General's office says Kansas Joint and Spine Specialists near K96 and Webb Road suffered a data security breach and was notified that the clinic's patients' names, addresses, along with other sensitive information, were compromised in the breach. The clinic says their patients have been notified by mail, which includes more information and a number for their patients to call should they have questions. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. A big issue for the Wichita City Council to address is that of homelessness. Mayor Lily Wu says council members were in Topeka Wednesday to ask lawmakers for help in creating a one-stop shop for resources. The multi-agency center costs roughly $70 million, and what we're asking the uh, state to help us with is between 12 to $20 uh, million to help us with not just the homeless outreach portion, but really more of that uh, homeless shelter, transitional housing, and wraparound services. Several Kansas communities are calling for a grant program to help with homelessness problems across the state. At yesterday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, the board deferred a couple of agenda items for two weeks. More consideration. The board discussed a contract with promoters for the Dam Jam event scheduled for mid-July at Lake Afton. Commissioner David Dennis said the county dodged a bullet with respect to last summer's event and is worried about staffing levels at the site. We're going to need all of the ambulances and the EMTs and paramedics to treat the issues there. Uh, so I think it's going to stress our, our uh, EMS uh, 
staff and our resources. The county hopes to address the concerns by February 7th. Commissioners also discussed a zoning case for an event venue at 215th Street West and 37th Street North. Property changes have necessitated the zoning proposals. Commissioners deferred the item to address noise concerns and effects on future development in the area. Rodney Price, KNSS News. KNSS News time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Basketball action last night in men's play for the Shockers and the Wildcats. We'll talk about those games coming up in sports. Six people have been found dead in a remote California desert community. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted Dow, 7.09, nine minutes past 7 o'clock. Heavy rains in Texas closed schools and elevated flooding risks around Houston in another round of soaking downpours. This weather has made for a soggy and dangerous week across large portions of the U.S. A stretch of wet and freezing winter weather has swept away vehicles in San Diego, led to high water rescues in San Antonio, and coated roads with ice in the Midwest. Rain was expected to continue pushing across the Gulf Coast today and Friday. Six people found dead in a remote California desert community. The six were found dead on the ground near a vehicle along a highway. An SUV nearby riddled with bullets. But the details remain a mystery. Discovered by San Bernardino County Sheriff's deputies responding to a welfare call check in El Mirage. Police remain closed-mouthed about details. No arrests have been made. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. The maker of a popular doorbell camera is ending its cooperation with police. Amazon-owned Ring will stop allowing police departments to request camera footage recordings from its doorbells. The company announced it would sunset the Request for Assistance tool in a blog post, but did not provide an explanation. The policy change comes following criticism from privacy advocates and those who say the partnership with police leads to more instances of racial profiling. Law enforcement agencies can still access Ring videos, but they'll now have to get a search warrant. Tom Graham, Fox News. Squatters have taken over a Beverly Hills mansion and turned it into an apparent drug and sex-fueled party house. Neighbors say partiers have been squatting in the multi-million dollar property for a few months with parties going until morning. The mansion was previously owned by a doctor who reportedly fled the country and made a probe into his ex-girlfriend's murder years ago. And property records indicate the house was most recently owned by MDRCA Properties, LLC, well, that company filed for bankruptcy last year. Police say the alleged squatters claim they were pals of the former owner and were allowed to stay there. The four-bedroom home has been on the market for $4.6 million. The famous residents who live nearby are musician John Legend and wife Chrissy Teigen, Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane, as well as Jeff Bezos and Steve Wynn. Ted Lindner, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. And right now in traffic, we've... Uh... Well, we've still got uh, fog and mist in the area. Visibility at uh, Eisenhower National Airport is a little bit higher out there right now. But remember, it could be much more dense in some areas than others. So uh, just keep uh, remember that uh, we could have some uh, areas of dense fog still out there this morning. And uh, make sure to keep those low beams on so the other drivers can see you. Uh, this morning, we've got some... 
stalled out vehicle as the traffic volumes pick up eastbound on Kellogg, and it's just east of I-135. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Jack Maney. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Stephen Ted. How are you all today? Another one of those old gray old mornings here in South Central Kansas. Yep, more of the same that we had yesterday morning. It's almost exactly identical carbon copy out there. We've got mist and fog. It's not completely uniform across the state, but there are patches of dense fog in place, and we're under a dense fog advisory for just about the entire state of Kansas until noon today. So that fog will be with us through the morning. It starts to dissipate around midday and then into the afternoon, maybe even getting a few peaks of sun later on towards sunset. But it does look like things are going to be staying more on the gray side throughout the the rest of this or throughout the rest of this thursday and rain chances we might have a few sprinkles and showers around this morning but for the most part dry by the time we get into the afternoon does look like those uh, rain chances will start to go up by tomorrow though as we'll see another round of fog overnight and then rain showers beginning to our west during the morning tomorrow that'll be spreading to the east and wichita stands the chance to see some light rain showers throughout the day on friday it looks like it will be another gray day for friday temperatures will be starting to take a dip as well down into the 40s and 30s as that system moves by. But then into next week, it looks like we'll be starting to turn the temperatures back up. We're talking about 50s, sunshine, maybe even getting close to 60 degrees by about Wednesday of next week. We've been watching the radar this morning. Apparently, uh, it looks like a a fairly large area of showers to the west of Wichita, staying over that way. Yeah, they're going to be moving on off towards the east and northeast, and they might be able to sneak into Wichita at least at some points, but they're going to be very spotty, hit and miss, and we'll be watching as those pull off towards the east right through the mid to late morning. All right, uh, Jack, what's the, what are the current conditions then? Current conditions in Wichita, we are dealing with fog and mist. The temperature is at about 35 degrees, and there is a little bit of light rainfall in the area. All right, thank Jack, you. Jack, when's the next time we're going to see the sunshine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might not be. It might be this afternoon and this evening, at least briefly, but it looks like Saturday and onward we're going to be seeing a lot more of the sun. Okay. There you go. Thanks, Jack. That's the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Jack Maney this morning. Steve and Ted here, another Gray grizzly day across central Kansas Wednesday. The high yesterday, 40 degrees. Normal high for the date is 40. Two years ago on this date, western Kansas, this is in 2022, western Kansas received a winter sneak attack with a quick hit of heavy snow. While snowfall of 8 to 10 inches was expected across much of western Kansas, old man winter had other ideas, utterly clobbered Sherman, Wallace, Scott, and Wichita counties with an average of 15 inches of snow in less than 18 hours. Ooh, highest amounts occurred in Wallace County with Sharon Springs receiving 25.4 inches of snow in 16 hours. And Mount Sunflower, the highest peak in Kansas, receiving a complete shellacking, oh. 27.2 inches of snow. The highest point. In an incredibly short 14 hours. Whoa. So it's I coming guess down. what that means is the ski slopes were op- open out there on on a Mount Sunflower, and folks were skiing probably down the slopes. What do you think? Maybe cross-country skiing. <laughs> Mount Sunflower is not much of a mountain. It is not a mountain at all. <laughs> it's just in the middle of a field. <laughs> I place. Okay. January 25th, on this date in 1994, maintaining his innocence, singer Michael Jackson settled a child molestation lawsuit against him. Terms were confidential, although the monetary figure was reported to be 
$22 million. That was on this date in 1994. Mm. Let's see here. What else we got for you this morning? An Amish family had their horse and buggy stolen while shopping at a Michigan Walmart. Well, that's not nice. Witnesses told police a female suspect stole the buggy from the store parking lot. I accuse thee. In the town of Sturgis Saturday evening while the family was shopping inside. That's not right. Come on. Police recovered the buggy and the horse who was unharmed later that evening. Good. Suspect was arrested at a nearby hotel and charged with larceny and larceny of livestock. That's pretty low down. This is in Michigan. It's a Walmart there. Yeah. Yeah, and, and whatever that criminal is, that's low. Well, what, when you're driving a, a, a horse and buggy like that, do you have a special parking zone with one of the? Uh, <laughs> I don't know where do where do you park? Somebody stole our buggy. Seven seventeen. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time with Ted Woodward reporting from Coca Arena last night. Right there. Yeah, I was at uh, out of Coca Arena for Shocker basketball, Wichita State hosting East Carolina. The game was on one hundred three point seven KEYN. It was a rough, low-scoring game, and the Shockers ended up on the short end, 54-52, allowing 17 offensive rebounds for East Carolina. Yeah. Now, a lot of those were on block shots, but still, they got a lot of key offensive boards. The Shocks missed 15 three-pointers, a season-high 19 turnovers, a season-low 52 points. After the game, comments from Shocker head coach Paul Mills. You know, there were moments in that game where I felt like we set basketball back like 40 years, uh, the way we were just tossing it around. But 16 old boards and 19 turnovers, I can assure you, uh, is not a formula for winning. Rough going for the Shockers right now. Their longest losing streak in 23 years. They've now lost eight straight. K-State men were on the road visiting one of the toughest places to play in the nation, visiting Ames, Iowa, to take on 18th-ranked Iowa State. Tied game with four minutes to go. And then uh, Cyclones go on a 13-1 run and beat the Wildcats 78-67 in front of a rabid crowd of 14,000 in Ames last night, knocking Kansas State out of first place atop the Big 12 Conference. Iowa State does not lose at home. They are 12-0 on home court this year. K-State got whistled for 27 fouls a season high. That sent the Cyclones to the line 39 times. That always makes for a fun game to watch. (laughs) All it is is just a constant parade to the free throw line. Marching on down there. Uh, K-State takes the loss last night. I do have some happier Shocker news to talk about. I'll talk about it later in the sportscast. Uh, The Shocker women's basketball team is home tonight. Shocker ladies on home court. That'll tip off at 6 o'clock this evening at Coke Arena. Shocker women taking on UAB. Pro hockey in the National Hockey League last night. The Toronto Maple Leafs win on home ice, beat the Winnipeg Jets, won the nothing in overtime. And a former Wichita Thunder player on ice for Toronto last night for the Maple Leafs at center, Bobby McMahon. Got in a couple of hits. Hey, the Maple Leafs win. Former Thunder player Bobby McMahon helping out. Back-to-back wins for the Maple Leafs. They're in the number three spot in the Atlantic Division. Juco women's basketball last night. Another big night for Hutchinson Community College. The Hutchinson ladies in a ranked matchup. Number four, Hutchinson, hosting number 12, Dodge City. It's close. Good game. Hutchinson women win it 82-77. The Lady Blue Dragons are now 19-0 on the season. And they are ranked number four in the nation. In the men's matchup between those two, also win for Hutchinson. The Hutchinson men beat Dodge City 107 to 72.
Hutchinson men are now 16-3 and on the season. They're ranked 19th in the nation. The Friends women win on the road last night, beat Evangel 79-69. Friends ladies are in third place in the conference. They've now won six in a row, 14-5 and on the season. College track and field, Wichita State hosting a massive meet at the Heskett Center on campus. The Wilson Invitational, 29 teams are here in town, 900 athletes. For a three-day competition, huge shocker track and field meet going on. Oh. So that'll be going on on campus for the next few days. And I promised you some better shocker news. We have to go back a ways, though. We're Ooh. going to flash back to one of the great shocker basketball wins of all time. 60 years ago on this night in Chicago, 10th-ranked Wichita taking on third-ranked defending national champion Loyola. Loyola. Yeah. Oh, man. The Ramblers tried to fool Wichita with a zone defense. Uh-oh. Usually Loyola was big on the press. But they laid back in a zone, so the Shockers had to figure it out. Well, Shockers got them out of it, and uh, then Loyola kind of went into a delay game. It did not affect Mr. Dave Stallworth, who got 29 points, and the Ramblers finally had to foul the Shockers to get the ball back. Wichita State dropped 10 straight free throws in in the last three minutes. And won the game 80 to 76 in Chicago. in Chicago. Loyola's only home loss the entire season in Chicago for the defending national champions. How about that? One of the great shocker wins of all time. They went on the road and beat the number three team in the nation, the defending national champs, Loyola, 80 to 76. That was 60 years ago on this day. Great season and a great shocker team. The ball was 29 points. Yeah. How about that? That sports was Stephen Ted. Yeah, only 29 points, but against the number one team in the country. Number three team. Number three yeah. team, yeah. Pretty cool. Okay. Pretty good job by the Shocks there. Don't forget, sports brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center. Proud to serve veterans that served our nation. Located in Northeast Wichita, Bel Air Recovery Center improves the lives they take. Coming up in just a few minutes, the strangest things that plumbers have pulled out of toilets. Well, I'm looking forward to this. Well, this be good. Uh, 722 now. Keep it here for the house call for health. Wiping out medical debt for some low-income patients. That's on the way. Steve is headed in the morning here on KNSS. This is Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 7.30 here on this Thursday morning. President Biden heads back to the battleground state of Wisconsin to talk about his economic agenda. President Joe Biden travels to Superior, the far northwest corner of Wisconsin, typically a Democrat stronghold, where White House spokeswoman Corrine Jean-Pierre says the president will tell voters that things are getting better. He's going to continue to talk about investing in America, what he's doing to make make Americans' lives a little bit more easier, right? a little, giving them a little bit more breathing room, talk about binomics. Democrats investing heavily in Wisconsin in a third announced visit to the battleground state for President Biden or a top administration official this week. There was stay- His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. According to a Marquette University law poll in which over 70% of voters are pessimistic about the economy. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Members of the Wichita City Council were in Topeka yesterday meeting with state lawmakers about the city's legislative priorities. Mayor Lily Wu says advocating for a homeless multi-agency center is high on the list. We want to make sure that they first get a shelter space and then we can have wraparound services to help that individual and then move them on to transitional housing where eventually they can become the individuals that uh, want to help our community continue thriving. Wichita officials signed a letter. It was sent to the governor last month asking for the creation of a $50 million state grant match program. Wichita would then use that money to build the center. Lawmakers in Topeka looking to make changes for mail-in ballot requirements. The changes would prevent lawmakers from sending out ballots in bulk amounts. It would require individual voters to request them. Wallace Boersma spoke in favor of the changes, saying it would save money. Mailing the pre-filled out applications for an advanced voting ballot in Johnson County, Kansas, was costly, reckless, cast doubt on the election, and perpetuated a lack of confidence and uncertainty in the election process. Opponents say the changes would limit the number of voters. A pastor in Nevada shot to death outside his home in front of his children. Cops say 46-year-old Nick Davey, a pastor at Grace Point Church in North Las Vegas, was arguing with a neighbor when the woman, 36-year-old Joe Junio, pulled a gun and opened fire. Davey's children just feet away. Davey's wife says... Junio was upset with her husband after he complained about her to the Homeowners Association. Police say Junio also shot Davy's wife, but she is recovering. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. A Louisiana bounty hunter is sentenced for taking his job too far. Wayne Logier will spend 10 years in prison for kidnapping a woman from suburban St. Louis while claiming he was just doing his job. Logier was hired to find the woman who was wanted on misdemeanor charges. She was staying at home in Missouri. Logier and his partner found her, handcuffed her, and took her away. However, they were not licensed in Missouri, and Logier refused to return her when contacted by police, going as far as using a stun gun on her when she tried to get help at a gas station. A prosecuting U.S. attorney said Logier and other bounty hunters, quote, work in a dangerous industry, but that is not a license to go rogue. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News.
Well, it's official. Dutch people can shoot wolves with paintball guns. The Hoge Veluwe National Park in the Netherlands has a problem. At least one female wolf has begun approaching walkers and cyclists, displaying what's described as unnatural behaviour. It's illegal to hunt wolves there. 200 years ago, they were hunted to extinction. So park officials came up with a controversial solution. Shoot them with paintball guns. Now a court has given the plan the legal go-ahead. Giving evidence, one expert declared the wolf was becoming increasingly bolder and a threat to public safety. A wildlife group which opposes the idea says it'll return fire at the appeals court. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We are seeing widespread dense fog again across Wichita and south-central Kansas. It may be noon before that starts to diminish a bit, but it returns later tonight and tomorrow morning. Patchy areas of drizzle at times with a high 48. Tonight's low 38. Light rain again on Friday with a high 44. The system finally starting to move out by later this weekend. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. And now light rain and fog in the Wichita area. We have a north wind at 8 miles per hour and 35 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and this is Stephen Ted's show number 6,596. Yes, we began broadcasting this show before some of you out there were born. That's correct. I would imagine. I don't know exactly who you are listening, but uh, hope you're having a good day. Watch those. Watch that uh, driving out there. Keep those, those lights on the low beam. This is the 25th day of January, and it was on this date in 1971. Charles Manson and three women followers were convicted in Los Angeles of murder and conspiracy in the 1969 slayings of seven people, including actor Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate was uh, married to that, uh, uh, was it Roman Polanski? She was married to? They were in a relationship. Uh, She was going to have a baby, so uh, she was pregnant. It was just an ugly, ugly thing. And uh, prompted a book called Her- uh, Helter Skelter, which was really interesting. Apparently, this guy was just this little nobody who uh, was, you know, he was a car thief, had been in reformatories all his life, and wanted uh, to be a musician. Wanted to be a musician and uh, had some grandiose schemes. And he, he was very, he, he, he had a personality where he could control young women, frankly, and get them, uh, he'd talk them, and they would buy into his nonsense and a lot of drugs going on. Mm hmm. And they went out and killed these people. That's uh, wasn't that basically his legal defense? Was Charlie didn't kill anyone? Yeah, Charlie didn't never, touch anybody. He didn't. I didn't touch anybody. Yeah, but Vincent Bugliosi out there, the DA, went after him and uh, he, he he impacted. He, he tangled with the wrong guy. Vincent Bugliosi was quite a, I think, an intelligent and uh, interesting man with a lot of hootspot. Seven thirty-six now. Stephen ten in the morning here on KNSS. If you got a weak stomach, you may want to. Turn the volume down a little bit right now because we're going to tell you about uh, what comes out of those drainage pipes. This is a survey of plumbers, and uh, they were asked to reveal the strangest things that they've caught being no. flushed down the toilet. No. Most of them aren't too bad, so we'll just share them with you. Now, okay, we've got nine of them here, it looks like, and let's start at the bottom with number nine. I'm not sure that these are the, the you know like the most popular or whatever, but let's go with number nine. A uh, two-man tent and sleeping bag. <laughs> Probably safe to assume that they didn't make How it too you, far before the plumber had to come out. How does that even happen? And clear it out. <laughs> That's a, that must have been either a big toilet or... Mm. No, not big enough. Oh. A two-man tent and sleeping bag. 
Okay. How about number eight? A pipe stuck inside another pipe. Okay. Inside a pipe. So, number seven, bananas. Yeah. You expect to find a flush a banana down the yeah. toilet. Yeah. Number six uh, was turkey bones and Brussels sprouts. Somebody didn't like their Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah. I'm sure the Brussels Flushes. sprouts just accidentally got there. Sounds like maybe some kids were involved. Sounds in like that. Some children. Number five, uh, what did they find in the, in, in, in the, the plumber's pipe there? Uh, teeth. Ooh. Didn't specify whether these are real or fake. Enough to clog or Oh, okay. Just yeah, maybe. You know, teeth. Number four, Ugh. sex toys. Oh, no. Number three, socks. <laughs> Honey, where did my other argyle go? Socks. Let's see. Uh, number two. Rubber ducks. Once again, I think they, a child is could be the involved kids. here. You got yeah. one floating in there, and you accidentally hit the, just hit the flush. The flush and yeah, you see go. what happens. Your rubber duck. And that's where Froggy went. Yeah. And number one, uh, and this doesn't surprise me at all, because if you got kids, you find these everywhere. Legos. Legos down the yeah. toilet. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to flush very easy. If you've ever been in a home or vacuumed the carpet in a home where there are kids around, that noise that Legos make. Yeah. When it go up, the, when it goes into the vacuum cleaner. There you go. Some of the uh, strange things that have been pulled out of people's drain pipes. Yes, mm. people are willing just to try to flush things away. Just about everything. So you'll disappear. We don't have to worry about it anymore. <sighs> All right. Yeah, and then, then you get the bill from Roto Rooter, yeah, and then yeah. you do have to worry about it. Well, and uh, I, I never say anything bad about a plumber. I've got some, no. some of them who are very, very good. They do great job. They do yeoman's and, work. And helping us out at our house. So there you go. And without them, this world would be clogged up. It sure, sure would be a, a worse place. Instead, we got uh, Mark Brew, a member of the Proud Boys, sentenced to six years in prison for his role in the January 6, 2021 Capitol riot. And before receiving his sentence, Brew... Berated Chief Judge James Bosberg, always a good thing. That's a good move. Calling him a clown and a fraud who was presiding over a kangaroo court. Mm. Mm. At one point, Bruce said, you can give me a hundred years and I'll do it all over again. Judge Bosberg responded, that's the definition of no remorse in my book. (laughs) Yeah, it pretty much spells it out. So they gave him six years, but you know. Oh, if the judge had his way, he'd probably make it life. <laughs> but you can't do that. Anyway, uh, Mark Brew going into the big house for a long time. He's standing his ground. Standing his ground. He's not giving an inch. Nope. He, he knows. He was right. 741 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, we've got a Wichita Business Journal update this morning. Whistleblower says assembly line error at Boeing is responsible for blown 737 door panel. That's coming up with Steve at 10 of the morning on KNSS. Steve at 10 of the morning now, 745 here at KNSS on this Thursday morning. Three big things. Three. Point in time homeless count today in Wichita. Two. A man is dead after a police standoff at officer-involved shooting in southeast Wichita. One. Whistleblower says Boeing responsible for blown door panel on Alaska Airlines flight. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Right now in traffic here in the Wichita area, uh, continue to avoid the area 
of Harry and Grove Street. Uh, you'll want to avoid that because it's uh, closed again. That's, uh, again, Harry Street just east of I-135. A police investigation going on there. And we have a real backup right now northbound on I-235 approaching I-135 in the North Junction. Very, very slow right now. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Dense fog advisory this morning. Mostly cloudy with a 30% chance for rain today and a high of 48 degrees. 10% chance for drizzle tonight. The overnight low 38. Friday, 40% chance for rain. Tomorrow's high, 46 degrees. Now light rain, fog, and 35 degrees. North wind at 8 at Wichita Severe Weather Station 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Find the comfort of a hat. Express your personality. Go to Hatman Jacks and find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination. At the Clock Tower in Delano, Hatman Jacks. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, a mixed close on Wall Street Wednesday. Wall Street continues to break records. The S&P 500 once again hitting an all-time high, continuing on momentum that began late last week. Meantime, the Dow has been slipping since hitting a record high on Monday. The Dow fell 99 points while the S&P 500 rose 4. The Nasdaq added 56. Today, Microsoft became the second company to reach $3 trillion in market capitalization. The other is Apple. Many analysts point to Microsoft's investment in artificial intelligence as a driving factor. Netflix Shares have been soaring up as much as 12%. Subscriber growth also soaring. More than 13 million customers signed up in the fourth quarter alone. Netflix says it's cracking down on password sharing, and that's working. Tom Graham, Fox News. Apple's newest update promising to help make it more difficult for thieves to steal information from stolen devices. Fox on set. The last thing thieves want you to do is update your iPhone. The latest version of Apple's iOS is out along with iPadOS. It's version 17.3, and it delivers the long-awaited stolen device protection for more recent models of iPhone and iPad. Now, it can't stop a bad guy or girl from stealing your phone and trying to break into it, but it will make it harder for them by requiring face or touch ID and not the phone's passcode if the phone is in an irregular location or it's been an hour since the user last used the device. The feature is a response to thieves watching phone owners use their code before stealing the phone and then using that code to wipe the data, turn off the Find My feature, and sell the phone for cash. Stolen device protection isn't activated by default. You can find it under Face ID and Passcode in Settings. It needs to be toggled to On. With Fox on Tech, I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. The Boeing door plug panel that blew off during an Alaska Airlines flight may be related to an assembly line error at Boeing. The Seattle Times reporting this yesterday. A whistleblower alleging, according to the Times, the company removed the plug from the plane and then improperly reinstalled it. The Times story said that Wichita-based Spirit Aerosystems, which originally installed the panel on the Boeing 737 MAX 9 fuselage, was not primarily responsible. A bill to increase production and development of sustainable fuels for airplanes was introduced in the U.S. Senate Monday by Senator Jerry Moran from Kansas and two other senators. The Farm to Fly Act, also introduced by Senators Amy Klobuchar and uh, Joni Ernst, is promoted as leading to new outlets for farmers and ethanol plants by 
allowing the development of sustainable aviation fuel through existing U.S. Department of Agriculture programs. And that's local business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Steve and Ted in the morning. Well, Ted, this thing with the, with the, uh, the door blowing off in flight on a 737 MAX, it's, it's becoming quite a story. They were in uh, the CEO of Boeing and was in Congress yesterday mm-hmm. testifying on this thing. But people want to know what that has to do with flight safety. And, of course, with uh, Wichita's the top employer, Spirit Aerosystems, want to make sure that, uh, if we can, that it wasn't their fault. It wasn't our fault at Spirit. It looks like somebody just didn't inspect it very well to read. Re- just like you said in that story there. Uh, one of the stories was that they, they had none of the bolts were even put back in. Oh, boy. So somebody uh, apparently went on break not while good. they were not supposed to. That's a, I don't know. It's a, it's a responsible job out there at the, at the aircraft plants, and sometimes you, you can't be, and all the time you got to pay attention. Seven fifty one. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Ted uh, at basketball last night at Cocorita. Of course, you're you're doing the PA announcing out there, and uh, uh, Shockers have seemed to be having some problems. How were the fans last night? Were they involved at all? Uh, they kind of no, sitting on their hands. Very, they're rather quiet these days. Yeah. Well, tough times. Yeah, looking for some answers. Looking, out there. looking for uh, looking for wins, looking for answers. But it's a uh, it's tough go every night. Conference full of talented players. You had this story a while ago about uh, uh, Shockers going up to Loyola in '64, wasn't mm-hmm. it? When I was in the what eighth grade, ninth grade, eighth grade, I think it was. Um, you know, and, and growing up on the west side of Wichita, I, and, and <laughs> my brothers and I and our neighbors were all. We all played basketball in those days out in the west side of town and other sides of town, but in the west side especially, everybody, almost, well, not everybody, about one in three houses had a basketball goal, either one that came out of the ground, or the fancy ones attached to the garage on the mm-hmm. roof, and there were a few of those, but, uh, uh, I mean, we were out playing. You know, about that time, we went about 66, 67, uh, we visited Manhattan, Kansas, for the first time. Uh, my brother was being recruited by uh, K-State, and my family went up for a, a football deal, only it was a banquet with uh, attached to a basketball game. Nice. So we went to, uh, what was the name of that barn, Ahern? Mm-hmm. We went to this big, big barn uh, and sat below. The, the, this floor was elevated, what, about three right. feet? And we sat in the end right under the basket. <laughs> And I remember at the time that uh, K-State had a guy named, a center named Nick Pino. Now, this is when Tex Winter was there, okay? Nick Pino was seven feet one. And, Massive guy. Uh, an Italian from New York covered with body hair. Yes. Yeah. And every time they pitched the ball into him, it looked like it, he looked like a grapefruit in his hand. <laughs> but anyway, I'm looking up at this guy. He got neck looking straight up in the air. Anyway, it was quite an experience, and uh, we enjoyed But I, the point I was going to make was, Driving around Manhattan uh, on a win- late winter, late fall winter day in that time, that was the same thing. There were basketball goals everywhere. Place Manhattan was basketball crazy in those days, back in the '60s, and we were here too. And KU had good teams. Which is, it was a time. Well, you, yeah, you look back on those times, and you're going to see a lot of that in the Midwest. Yeah, people have basketball goals in their yards. I did growing yeah, up. There you go. I think I've Dad been, put one on the garage. I, I, I think hey, we were. We I came to your house one time. We even shot a couple of hoops out there, didn't yeah. we? <laughs> All right, uh, seven. Yeah, they'll come back. We're we've, they, shockers will be good. We'll, we won't. Yeah, this uh, this year is not the year, but 
we certainly hope that in years to come, the program will be building yeah, upward it, arrow. Give it back. All right. Uh, it's a kind of an abbreviated you know, Coach week. Mills won a ton of games at Oral Roberts. So he knows how to do he it. He comes from a great, great yeah. heritage on the Baylor coaching staff. It'll get there. All right. Just not this year, probably. All right. 7.54, Steve and Ted. And uh, let's uh, coming up on the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Got, got a lot planned for you this morning here on Thursday. Uh, we've got a story of a, a man uh, who has been killed in an officer-involved shooting in southeast Wichita this morning. That story and more on the news side. Ted's got sports coming up, right, Ted? Yeah, we're just a, a few minutes away from our Thursday morning feature, The Minute with Mitch. We'll get a 60-second preview of the Chiefs Conference Championship game against the Ravens. Minute with Mitch, that'll be coming up after sports in about 25 minutes. Plus, entertainment news, The Blur, as always. Right? Yeah, we'll get you all your entertainment news in The Blur, and that'll be coming up at 8.35 this morning. Plus, traffic and weather. Stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. A man is dead after an officer-involved shooting in southeast Wichita. We have the story. Wichita officials lobby state lawmakers for homeless center. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. Patient information compromised in a Wichita medical clinic security breach. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm Rodney Price. Sedgwick County Commissioners discussed a contract for a summer event and a zoning case. The outcome of those discussions is just ahead. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. It's almost felt like the movie Groundhog Day lately as we wake up to dense fog and drizzle again this morning. And that's likely going to continue for a few more days. Our complete forecast here in just a few minutes. A man is dead after an officer-involved shooting in southeast Wichita. The police standoff of several hours ended with a shooting near Harry and Grove around 3 a.m. A man was hospitalized in critical condition and then later died. Dispatchers say a car chase or a chase of some sort led to the standoff beginning around 11.30 Wednesday night. The WPD SWAT team was called to the scene. The Kansas Bureau of Investigation and the Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office have been called into the case. Boeing's CEO is part of a congressional hearing about the recent grounding of an Alaska Airlines flight over Portland, Oregon. Fox's Steve Harrigan reports from Seattle. Boeing's CEO appeared on Capitol Hill and got a grilling, not only for members of Congress behind closed doors, but also the media. Everyone wants to know if the company's planes are safe for the public. We believe in our airplanes. We field safe airplanes. Our people do. We have confidence in the safety of our airplanes. The news for Boeing just got much worse, with the Seattle Times report that it was Boeing that last installed the door plug on this 737 MAX 9 that blew off in mid-flight over Portland January 5th. Quoting a source and an alleged whistleblower, the paper says Boeing removed the door plug during final assembly, put it back on, then delivered the plane to Alaska Airlines with all four bolts that held the door in place missing. The FAA still looking into whether Boeing followed safety procedures during plane manufacturing. A data breach has been reported at a Wichita medical clinic. The breach affects nearly 400 Texas patients. The Texas Attorney General's office says Kansas Joint and Spine Specialists near K96 and Webb Road suffered a data security breach and was notified that the clinic's patients' names, addresses, along with other sensitive information, were compromised in the breach. 
The clinic says their patients have been notified by mail, which includes more information and a number for their patients to call should they have questions. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. A top issue for the Wichita City Council to address is that of homelessness. Mayor Lily Wu says council members were in Topeka yesterday asking lawmakers to help in creating a one-stop shop for resources. The multi-agency center costs roughly $70 million, and what we're asking the uh, state to help us with is between 12 to $20 uh, million to help us with not just the homeless outreach portion, but really more of that uh, homeless shelter, transitional housing, and wraparound services. Several Kansas communities are calling for a grant program to help with homelessness problems across the state. At Wednesday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, the board deferred two agenda items for two weeks for more consideration. The board discussed a contract with promoters for the Dam Jam event scheduled for mid-July at Lake Afton. Commissioner David Dennis said the county dodged a bullet with respect to last summer's event and is worried about staffing levels at the site. We're going to need all of the ambulances and the EMTs and paramedics to treat the issues there. Uh, so I think it's going to stress our, our uh, EMS uh, uh, staff and our resources. The county hopes to address the concerns by February 7th. Commissioners also discussed a zoning case for an event venue at 215th Street West and 37th Street North. Property changes have necessitated the zoning proposals. Commissioners deferred the item to address noise concerns and effects on future development in the area. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Two legal setbacks for a convicted killer trying to avoid a date with death. Kenneth Smith faces death by hypoxia in Alabama Thursday for a 1988 murder for hire. The 11th Circuit Federal Appeals Court has now rejected his argument that the use of nitrogen gas to deprive his body of oxygen will amount to cruel and unusual punishment. He could appeal the ruling to the U.S. Supreme Court, but Wednesday afternoon the justices refused to consider his appeal that a second attempt to execute him would be unconstitutional. The inability to start IV lines led the state to halt Smith's lethal injection 14 months ago. The high court also declined a request for a stay of execution. In Washington, Jack Callahan, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. Our weekly Minute with Mitch, previewing the Chiefs game, coming up after sports in just a few minutes. Authorities are looking into the deaths of three Kansas City Chiefs fans. That story and more just ahead. On the KNSS Morning News, Ms. Stevenson. KNSS. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 808, now eight minutes past eight o'clock on this Thursday morning. Authorities are looking into the deaths of three Kansas City Chiefs fans. Fox's Bill Malusian has the latest. Three Kansas City Chiefs fans were literally found frozen to death outside of a friend's house. And now that friend is saying he had no idea that the bodies were even there. The group had gathered at a Kansas City house to watch the Chiefs take on the L.A. Chargers in the last game of the regular NFL season on January 7th. The bodies of David Harrington, Ricky Johnson, and Clayton McGinney were all found two days later after the fiancé of one of the men requested a welfare check. Now, one man's body was found on the back porch of the house while the other two were found in the backyard, but police said the man who was renting the house, Jordan Willis, had no idea they were freezing to death on the property after they watched the game. Kansas City Police Department saying Willis is not suspected of any wrongdoing and is not facing criminal charges.
fans of the Buffalo Bills are showing some love to kicker Tyler Bass after he missed a huge field goal against the Chiefs on Sunday. Buffalo Bills kicker Tyler Bass was on the receiving end of some negative comments on social media last week after he missed a game-tying 44-yard field goal in the final minutes of the Bills' playoff game against the Kansas City Chiefs. But Bills fans, known as Bills Mafia, are rallying to support Bass, making donations in his name to 10 Lives Club, a nonprofit no-kill cat rescue shelter in Buffalo. The donations have surpassed a quarter of a million dollars as of Wednesday and are continuing to increase. Bass is an advocate for 10 Lives, appearing in photos with stray cats online. Buffalonians are known for their charitable acts, making donations in players' names to various causes throughout the years. Tony Genualdo, Fox News. According to Texas, we'll hear the case of whether a black student's hairstyle choice is punishable by his school district. Texas District Judge Chap Kane III has scheduled the trial for February 22nd. It will determine if the Barbers Hill School District near Houston can continue punishment over hairstyle and length. Daryl George, who wears locks, thin-styled braids, has been suspended since last August. The district says George's hair length is the main issue, and that other students who wear locks comply. Among what the case will consider is a new Texas law, the Crown Act, which makes race-based discrimination of hairstyles and textures illegal. Grinnell Scott. Fox News. Okay, and this has news time now. 8 11, 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. Right now, traffic, things are, uh, well, interesting out there because we've still got uh, areas of patchy fog here in the Wichita area, uh, uh, here in Wichita. Visibility at Eisenhower National Airport listed at four miles. Just make sure that you're keeping those low beams on those so the other drivers can see you. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Dense fog advisory this morning, mostly cloudy with a 30% chance for rain today and a high of 48 degrees. 10% chance for drizzle tonight, the overnight low, 38. And for Friday, 40% chance for rain. Tomorrow's high, 46 degrees. Now light rain, fog, 35 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Stephen's head in the morning now, 812 on 98.7 and 1330 and we have a uh, an execution scheduled in Alabama for tonight, and uh, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of interest in this, a lot of uh, controversy on the use of uh, whatever this is going to be used to to, uh, to uh, uh, execute this person. Fox News Radio's Evan Brown is with us this morning. Good morning, Evan. Good morning. So nitrogen. This uh, sounds weird. There, tell us about this. The use of nitrogen never been done before but using nitrogen to execute somebody. Yeah, so this involves a case in in Alabama where a uh, man on death row uh, survived a botched uh, lethal injection a couple of years ago, and now the state wants to use nitrogen gas to end his life, to essentially suffocate him. Uh, He has tried fighting this in court. Uh, He has lost, and today's the day. Uh, Now, this has not been used in the United States to carry out uh, death uh, sentences. It has been used in Europe for physician-assisted suicide. So the technique actually works. We know this. Um, uh, but it's not been used in this context before, and that's what uh, the uh, the condemned man has been fighting about because he says he shouldn't be the guinea pig uh, as he's sur- already survived one uh, uh, botched uh, execution, and it left him in pain and in suffering. Um, and uh, and now he's afraid that uh, the same thing could happen again. 
this person is someone who partook in a murder for hire back in 1988, and he was found guilty of first-degree murder. So um, here he is today, uh, where he's probably going to uh, end his life or has have his life ended for him. Uh, he uh, his, his, the appeals did not go his way. Uh, I think his lawyers are trying to appeal again so far. Nothing's been heard. Uh, execution set for 6 p.m. Central Time. Very curious about this because I, I, I confess to you that I, I'm not a chemist. I'm not very good at chemistry, but uh, nitrogen, is, the, is that not a gas? Is that uh, It's not a liquid, is it? Correct. It is a gas. What they would do is they outfit him with a mask, and they start pumping in the nitrogen to replace the oxygen inside the mask, and it makes him uh, lose consciousness and then and then cease to live. Okay. So, yeah, I was just yeah, to put a mask on. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we've tried a lot of different ways of across this country to execute people, the hanging and uh, the gas chamber, which I guess was really ugly, the electrocution. But uh, they're yeah. just looking for a way to do this that, if you can be, if you can say, is humane. And, uh, and this guy, apparently, as you said, Evan, he's been through at least one attempt, and he's not anxious. Well, but still, that's well, just, no. you know, that's just yeah. sentence. Exactly. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it, I, I suspect that if it is successful, meaning that it, his death is quick and painless, uh, that other states might want to uh, look into this as a, uh, as a method of carrying out sentence. Uh, the reason being is that uh, the lethal injections are becoming harder to procure because pharmaceutical companies don't want them used for this stuff. Uh, and so a lot of states have had trouble uh, procuring it. Nitrogen gas is very easy to find and uh, not very expensive. Uh, so uh, this is something that could be a viable opportunity for a lot of uh, a lot of states that have the death penalty. That execution is scheduled for tonight, isn't that correct? 6 p.m. Central. 6 p.m. Central. Or just about. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Evan. Appreciate it this morning. Fox News Radio's Evan Brown filling us in on the possible use of nitrogen in uh, the execution of a criminal in Alabama. 8.15, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Today is uh, Thursday, January 25th. On this date in 1981, the 52 Americans held hostage by Iran for 444 days arrived in the United States. A time of celebration. Our country had been, uh, every every night, uh, the media, would, the TVs would come on, uh, the channels and networks and say, this was day number, Walter Ronkite, this is day number 412. You know, and went on and well, on Ted and on. Ted Koppel was the one that, Ted Koppel, that yeah, he spearheaded did, that, the nightly like. updates every night. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, President Carter could not find a way to get them out of there. Yeah, he tried, but they tried with a, a rescue way. mission in the desert that failed. What about eight or nine people were killed yeah. and, as the helicopters crashed in a sandstorm of the desert? And so, uh, with the with the uh, election of Ronald Reagan, uh, as soon as he was sworn mm-hmm. in, it came to an end. Yep. Apparently, these people over there, I think you could say they were that Ronald Reagan's approach was a little. They may have been scared or a little frightened by what he might do. On the other hand, this may have been a real good way for them to just say, let's get out of this mess. I mean, meaning the, the captors over there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it came to an end, and the hostages were returned on this date. 8.17 now. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time. Again, here's Ted Woodward. Ted? Yeah, we had men's basketball action last night. Uh, Kansas State. K-State was on the road visiting 18th-ranked Iowa State. Big crowd of 14,000 at the hand on on hand at the game in Ames. This game was tied with four minutes to go. Then the Cyclones went on a 13 to one run. 
There's your game. Iowa State wins it 78-67, knocking the Wildcats out of first place atop the Big 12 Conference. K-State whistled for a season-high 27 fouls, sending Iowa State to the line 39 times. I don't think K-State coach Jerome Tang was very happy about that. Iowa State still hasn't lost at home. They're 12-0 on home court, the latest victim, K-State. We had men's basketball action at Coke Arena last night for Wichita State on 103.7 KEYN. Neither team could score very much, so it would come down to what happened in every possession. But the Shockers squandered too many of their possessions. A season-high 19 turnovers, and East Carolina got 17 offensive rebounds, some of those in very key situations. As East Carolina defeats Wichita State 54-52. Yep, the game uh, certainly reflecting that final score. It was not pretty. After the game, Shocker head coach Paul Mills. These are one possession games as they have been uh, for a lot of the times this year. And, uh, you're giving yourself a chance to be in it. Fortunately, from the free throw line, that, that wasn't what, what got us. Um, but at the end of the day, you just that, that level of turnover is just, is something that's plagued us all year, and if you come back, you'll be snake bit tonight. Shocks drop their eighth in a row, losing 54-52, their longest losing streak in 23 years. A couple of big events in Wichita. Track and field, Wichita State is hosting a massive meet at the Heskett Center on campus, the Wilson Invitational. 900 athletes from 29 teams taking part in this event for three days. Wow. And, of course, in downtown Wichita, you got that uh, synchronized skating regional event going on where we have more than a 1,500 ice skaters from around the entire Midwest that are here in town taking part in that competition. Ice skaters. Huh, so okay. you got the ice skaters all over the downtown area, and you got track and field, huge event on the campus of Wichita State. So we have a lot of outer-towners here in Wichita for sports activities during the next few days. The Wichita State women's basketball team is home tonight. Shocker ladies hosting UAB. That'll tip off at 6 o'clock tonight in Coke Arena. Juco women's basketball, fourth-ranked Hutchinson Community College, beating 12th-ranked Dodge City, 82-77 in Hutchinson last night. The Lady Blue Dragons are ranked number four in the nation, and they are 19-0 on the season. Wow. Let's go to the NFL. The AFC West division with the Kansas City Chiefs just got a little more interesting. According to multiple reports, Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh has agreed to a deal with the Los Angeles Chargers to become their next head coach. Harbaugh, who also played at Michigan, is coming off a national title win with the Wolverines this season after being with the program since 2015. The Chargers fired Brandon Staley in the middle of the season after starting with a 5-9 and record. But now they bring in Harbaugh, who has had some winning NFL coaching experience. He coached the San Francisco 49ers for four seasons, making the playoffs three times and advancing to the Super Bowl once, where he lost to his brother, Baltimore Ravens coach John Harbaugh. Tony Genualdo, Fox News. And we do have a happy birthday today to a great athlete to come out of the Wichita City League, Brian Holman. Great pitcher. He is 59 years old today. He was born in Colorado, but then moved to Wichita in the early 80s and pitched for Wichita North High School. His senior year, he was a high school All-American. Drafted number 16 overall in the first round by the Montreal Expos. Went on to a nice career, although it was short. He had an arm injury and only played in the majors for for four seasons, but in 1990, you might remember, he was pitching at Oakland. He retired the first 26 batters he faced, one out away from a perfect game. Who came to the plate? 
Former Wichita Arrows slugger Ken Phelps, who hit a home run, breaking up the perfect game in the ninth inning. Ouch. Yeah. Ah. One out away. Ken Phelps mm. got him. Wichita versus Wichita there. How about that? The former North High Redskin, Brian Holman, great pitcher, come out of the City League. It's his birthday. He's 59 today. Both of my young, my kids went to North, and I think both of them know Brian. Yeah? Yeah. Guy almost threw a perfect game. Wow. That's something. Man. Ooh. Happy birthday to Brian Holman. He's 59. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 822 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean sees little chance for Nikki Haley. And the nomination, that's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It's time for a... Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS Entertainment News is on the way. The Blur with Ted Woodward dead. What's on The Blur today? Well, the latest on a noted Oscar snub. Let's take a look at what's streaming these days. My relentless search for something... Great nugget of it. I did find a movie anniversary for the day. Could be fun, huh? It's not a great movie, but it is a movie. <laughs> we'll talk about entertainment news in the blur in just a few minutes. Three big things. Three. Whistleblower says Boeing responsible for blown door panel on Alaska Airlines flight. Two. A man is dead after a police standoff and officer involved shooting in southeast Wichita. One. Point in time homeless count today in Wichita. Three big things. Stephen Ted on KNSS. We have a police investigation going on at the scene of a uh, shooting earlier this morning. This is right around Harry and Grove Street, just east of I-135. Continue avoiding that area. That investigation uh, is continuing, so continue to avoid that area. Traffic on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS is brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now they've got... Two locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building there. Check it all out at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear is your home for complete car care. Dense fog advisory this morning, mostly cloudy with a 30% chance for rain today and a high of 48 degrees. Now a north wind at 8 miles per hour, light rain and fog and 35 degrees in Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30, KNSS. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Police have released a man, the name of a man that is, who was shot and killed in North Wichita on Tuesday. That story and more news on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Turn up your radio. Good morning, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. Light rain and fog now. 35 degrees at 8.30 here on this Tuesday morning. Police have released the name of a man who was shot and killed in North Wichita early Tuesday. 20-year-old Joshua Bateman was shot in a home at 15th and Poplar. An 18-year-old man remains in critical condition at an area hospital. Investigators say preliminary information suggests that the two men knew each other and that a possible earlier road rage incident may have led to the shooting. Sedgwick County is counting the number of homeless people in Wichita today. Impact manager Matt Lowe says the point-in-time count conducted by the United Way of the Plains 
allows them to determine where to focus their resources. It's good data because it kind of helps us see trends. You know, if we're increasing homelessness around certain populations and we're seeing more youth, more veterans, more families, you know, that kind of thing. Lowe predicts the count will be higher than last year due to rising home prices and nicer weather conditions. The president of the United Auto Workers Union endorses President Biden for re-election. Fox Business Network's Edward Lawrence has more from the White House. The United Auto Workers are uh, backing, endorsing President Joe Biden because the president says that he will fight for the unions. Now, it's very interesting, though, in the introduction, the UAW president, Sean Fain, he basically said twice, actually, that it's not about who you like. It's not about who you like. It's not about your party. It's not this about age. And it's almost like he's trying to convince the rank and file to back Biden. Fain says former President Trump tried to squeeze American workers, wants to divide the nation, and only cares about the rich. The National Museum of the U.S. Air Force has completed installation of a new exhibit highlighting the Department of Air Force's enlisted personnel. The Enlisted Force exhibit is the museum's newest permanent exhibit and honors the enlisted force that has been the backbone of daily operations of the U.S. Department of the Air Force through its 76-year history. Today, enlisted airmen and guardians represent approximately 80% of the Department of the Air Force and provide a solid foundation for operations in air, space, and cyberspace. The enlisted Air Force exhibit took more than three years to develop and contains more than 40 elements that are placed throughout the museum at locations near the era of artifacts that correlate with their specialty. Exhibits include a display of the World War II gallery featuring the story of Staff Sergeant James Meredith, one of the first black airmen to serve in an all-white squadron. An introduction to enlisted maintainers who work in all conditions to troubleshoot urgent repairs, overhaul complex systems, and inspect parts for aerospace propulsion, electrical systems, weapons, and more. Insight into musical ambassadors who serve as musicians, arrangers, and audio engineers in the U.S. Air Force bands. The uniform worn by Sergeant Benjamin Fillinger, one of 15 airmen from Wright-Patterson, who transferred into the U.S. Space Force in 2020. The National Museum of the U.S. Air Force, located at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base near Dayton, Ohio, is the world's largest military aviation museum. With free admission and parking, the museum... How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details features more than 350 aerospace vehicles and missiles and thousands of artifacts amid more than 19 acres of indoor exhibit space. Each year, thousands of visitors from around the world visit the museum. The Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We are seeing widespread dense fog again across Wichita and south-central Kansas. It may be noon before that starts to diminish a bit, but it returns later tonight and tomorrow morning. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Patchy areas of drizzle at times with a high 48. Tonight's low 38. Light rain again on Friday with a high 44. 
The system finally starting to move out by later this weekend. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now light rain, fog, 35 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station. Stephen 10 of the morning, KNSS 850 here on this uh, Thursday morning. Three big things. Three. Point in time homeless count today in Wichita. Two. A man is dead after a police standoff and officer-involved shooting in southeast Wichita. One. Whistleblower says Boeing responsible for blown door panel on Alaska Airlines flight. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. We have a stalled out vehicle. Watch for a slowdown around this. This is eastbound Kellogg, pretty close to Webb Road. Watch for a slowdown there. And just remember that if we've got uh, those foggy conditions continuing, make sure you're keeping those low beams on so the other drivers can see you. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Dense fog advisory this morning. Mostly cloudy with a 30% chance for rain today and a high of 48 degrees. 10% chance for drizzle tonight, the overnight low 38. And then on Friday, 40% chance for rain. Tomorrow's high, 46 degrees. Now light rain and fog. North wind at 8 miles per hour. 35 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station. 98.7 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Asian shares are mostly higher with Chinese stocks extending gains after Beijing announced a raft of policies to support sagging markets. A mixed close on Wall Street. The Dow closed down 99 points yesterday. NASDAQ up 56. The S&P up four. Trading underway on Wall Street now. And the Dow is up by 119 points. The S&P is up by nearly 21 points. NASDAQ is up 63 points. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. A bill increasing production and development of sustainable fuels for airplanes was introduced in the U.S. Senate by Senator from Kansas, Jerry Moran, and two other senators. It's the Farm to Fly Act. It also also was introduced by Senators Amy Klobuchar and Joni Ernst. And it's being promoted as leading to new outlets for farmers and ethanol plants by allowing the development of sustainable aviation fuel through existing U.S. Department of Agriculture programs. The Boeing door plug panel that blew off during an Alaska Airlines flight earlier this month may be related to an assembly line error at Boeing. The Seattle Times reporting a whistleblower alleged, uh, according to the Times, the company removed the plug from the plane and then improperly reinstalled it. The Times story said Wichita-based Spirit Aerosystems, which originally installed the panel on the Boeing 737 MAX 9 fuselage, was not primarily responsible. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. They try to figure out what went wrong. People don't want to be flying around on Boeing planes where if they think the door is going to come flying open, for Pete's nope, sake. Nope, got to figure that out. Mm. Yeah, there you go. 8.53 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. All right, Ted, uh, had you back now for a couple of days. You started off the week with uh, with a little a little bit of illness there, right? Yeah, but we got uh, took two days to get things back in order, and here we are. And here we are. Glad to be here. And tomorrow, uh, a Friday, always look forward to a Friday. We'll talk with Mitch tomorrow about yeah, the Chiefs. our live Friday morning interview with Mitch Holtis, play-by-play yeah. voice of the Chiefs. We'll preview the big Conference championship game on Sunday. Winner goes to the Super Bowl. This truly is winner go home, win or go home tomorrow or Sunday in Baltimore. Today is National Opposite Day, celebrating a fun day of switcheroos. No, it's not. What better way than to not celebrate? We don't really mean that, or or do we? See how it works.
It works. Good morning, or is it good night? Hello, or is it goodbye? Is it Steve and Ted, or Ted and Steve? And is this the silliest day we've ever featured on Steve and Ted, or not? Natural, national opposite. People day. are confused enough these days. Well, I couldn't find anything good like pizza day or, you know, things that we can talk about. This is the only thing they had, opposite day. It's like nobody, nobody happened, nothing great happened on the 25th. January 25th. Yeah. Lame. Mm. Lame day. All right. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and we will be back tomorrow morning, Ted, to do Steve and Ted's show number 6,597. Hey, now. Yeah. Uh, that's Another his, log uh, on the fire. Many, many years of burning, really burning now, simmering for 26 years. Outstanding radio, daily, coming into your, your car speaker and into your homes <laughs> with Steve and Ted. Wow, what a fun, wonderful thing that is. All right, coming up, we got the uh, Glenn Beck program here on KNSS. They're going to be talking about today's GDP report and what will it say and, and what will it mean. That's on Glenn Beck. Nine o'clock, top of the hour news this morning. Whistleblower says Boeing is responsible for those blown 737 door panel. That's on the way. If you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show, and news updates all day. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. Brought to you by... His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.